Hello and welcome to the Peace Alliance Hope Story Circle. So happy to see all of you here today. And if you're listening to the podcast, welcome to Peace On, your source for inspiring conversations and information from thought leaders across the spectrum on topics related to the strategies of building peace, fostering nonviolence, and creating a world that thrives, shifting our understanding toward empathy, compassion, and connection. We welcome you. It's so great to see all these wonderful faces, faces. I'm, I'm so familiar with so many of you. It's so delightful to see all of you. My name is Terry Mason. I'm on the board of the Peace Alliance, and I'm joined to facilitate the Hope Story Circle by Liz Gannon-Graydon, who is also on our board, and Yelena Popovich, who is our Teaching Peace in Schools lead. And we're, we have a really exciting call today, something that means very much to all of us here. And we're so delighted to see all of the people that are here that are friendly faces, people we've known for so many years. But our guests today, our guest speakers are big pillars in the Department of Peacebuilding Campaign and in the Peace Alliance community. We're going to start today with Matthew Albrecht. He's on our board and he's been involved with since the very beginning. And then Judy Kimmel will speak. She is our board chair and also has been involved for many, many years. And last, we're gonna hear from Nancy Merritt, who is our Department of Peacebuilding lead. There's a committee that is very strong and stalwart and persistent and beautiful and amazing and committed. And over recent years, the whole time really, but especially recent years, that committee has kept this campaign alive and thriving. And we're so grateful. We also have other faces here, people who may wanna chime in, people of long history. I see Lynn Ellis and Hart Phoenix and. Um, Maggie, and there's just so many faces, and Pete and Fran, of course, and Dee is here. So there's so many people here who, who may want to chime in at some point, but I welcome all of you here. But first, we'll just get started with a meditation. Yelena, if you could get us all in the room together, that would be great. Hello, everyone. Um, good to see you all here. And this is an exciting call of celebration. So actually, the meditation um, will be that. It's just opening up to joy and opening up to being with each other. So whatever you need to do to find yourself in a place that you can just take that in for a couple of moments, I invite you to do that. And you're welcome to either close your eyes so that you can visualize things or you are welcome to have your eyes open, just gaze down. Allow yourself for a moment to just invite stillness. Just invite stillness to your body. Your heart. Your spirit. Perhaps for a moment, you can notice just your breath coming in and out of your body, nourishing you in this moment. 
As you get settled, <coughs> I invite you to just welcome a sense of joy, celebration, just this buzzing feeling conversation that yeah, perhaps writing images of people that support you, people that have for joy into your life. Perhaps seeing them in a circle. Smiling. Just notice how that feels in your body. You do perhaps welcome a gentle smile on your face. Just soaking in. Perhaps we can finish this centering with inviting few breaths and breathing in love, breathing out peace, breathing in peace, breathing out joy. Breathing in love, breathing out love. Thank you all. Welcome. Thank you, Yelena. All right. Let's begin our 20th anniversary celebration of the Department of Peace campaign. Matthew, would you like to begin? What is the origin story? How did this start? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a great question. Well, hi, everybody. Good to see so many fun faces. I know. I don't know who all was involved in those early, early days. I know Hart obviously was. Hart was on the board of this organization called, I think you were on the board, of the. it was called the Global Renaissance Alliance which was a 501c3 nonprofit that was founded by Marianne Williamson in the late 90s. And I got involved and we, we were basically um, training citizens to take a more holistic or even spiritual view and approach to politics. 
And we would help organize these um, citizen circles around the country, peace circles, we eventually started to call them. Uh, and they worked on a wide variety of issues, the people that were in them, you know, it could be anything from ecological, corporate welfare, peace, and many more. And we would, we would just literally um, train folks to become citizen lobbyists. Um, so kind of pushing for important issues and legislation and, and how to work with elected officials on these, these issues. And we were thinking and we decided that it would um, deepen our work if we took on one piece of legislation for the long term, like, like really worked on one piece because we just did a lot of piecemeal work. And that's, this is right after the Iraq war started, which we were uh, obviously deeply concerned about. And that's around the time in 2001 when Congressman Dennis Kucinich introduced the original Department of Peace legislation, which we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of. And we thought the, the bill was really brilliant and how it you know, just took a very holistic approach to cultivating peace. And we thought that would, that would really match our values as an organization and, and it was important and nobody had taken it on yet. So we, we dove in and we, we partnered with the congressman on a lot of different things. And we would basically just started working to get congressional co-sponsors. And around the time we hosted a few conferences in Washington and built up uh, supporters, um, we, we'd go and just like we did with the Peace Alliance and we'd, we'd train people and then go out and lobby in the Capitol. Um, and I know we're keeping this short. So uh, after you know a few years of doing the Department of Peace campaign inside of that organization, we hit a bit of a wall uh, with how much lobbying you're allowed to do, grassroots organizing and lo grassroots lobbying with a 501c3 nonprofit. They give you a very tiny little window of what you can use your funding for. And we were doing quite a bit. So we either had to, to shut down or form a new organization. And that's when we decided uh, to kick off with the Peace Alliance. And so then I think Judy's gonna talk more about that. So I'll hand it off to you, Judy, and or however you wanna do it, Terry, sorry. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you, Matthew. And you're welcome to chime back in as we go along too, you know. Okay. <laughs> Judy, you want to pick it up from there? Hi, everyone. It's great to see lovely faces I know and some new faces and faces that people who've been regulars on these Hope Story Circle mornings on Saturday. Um, Always a pleasure and honor to be with all of you. So um, I don't know where to start. I mean, we've covered, it's been a long time <laughs> for some of us to be involved in all this work. And obviously our passion and I'll never forget, we were talking about it yesterday where we're kind of prepping a little bit for this call and, and everybody was sharing that where they first heard about the US Department of Peace. And I remember hearing about it. I don't even remember where, but I, I, I remember, I think it was in the year 2000, thinking, or 2001 after Dan, I don't know whether it was before he wrote the bill or not, but anyway, I thought, wow, that's a fantastic idea. So obviously when we formulated as the Peace Alliance and then the Peace Alliance Educational Institute, we had a lot of people who were very excited about it and we still do. And it's still our visionary piece of legislation. I continue to be, completely heartfelt and sincere that if we had a US Department of Peace or peace building, 
our country would transform, no question. Um, and if you're familiar with that bill, it has a lot of different aspects to it included in it. So uh, we started lobbying and we were learning and we came up with all sorts of creative ideas and uh, including Peace Wants a Piece of the Pie, which I think many of you are familiar with, which was all about um, you know, Mother's Day and, and, and really supporting the real true heart of what Mother's Day was all about, which is also to educate people that it had its roots in our civil war and, and uh, the tremendous death toll. Anyway, um, we began with that and then we got creative with how we were going to lobby and we did Peace Once at the Beats of the Pie, one of my favorite memories. We, we decided after a while that since we all had all these people lobbying and getting educated about lobbying, that we could not only lobby for US Department of Peace, but include other pieces of legislation where we thought that they would have more chance of immediately getting funded or supported. So uh, one of my favorite ones, ones was uh, Ben and Jerry's Ice Cream joined us and we uh, did scoops for peace. And that was in support of a bill called the Youth Promise Act. And at one point, I think at the end of it, I think we counted up close to a thousand. We, it was always a challenge to get um, the staff and the congressmen and the senators educated about the bills we wanted. So we said, if they came down to get a scoop of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, then uh, they could do that. But before they got their scoop, they had to go to a briefing on the bill. So we had very good success. We had close to, I think, to a thousand congressmen, senators, staff people come down, get a scoop of ice cream and... Whoop, Judy froze. Uh, anyway, yeah. You froze for a second. <laughs> oh, I did? I'm, yeah. I'm in, oh, how can that be? All the scoops of ice cream. Yeah, okay. So since then we've done so many things. I think about the US Institute of Peace, which was actually, or its origins go back to the found uh, Department of Peace Building initiative and bill that got way honed down, but they we've done violence against women. We've put, you know, they're countless. Am I, am I freezing? You're breaking up here and there. Oh, I am so sorry. I'm in Maine. And yep. turn off the camera, maybe. Turn off the camera. Okay. Yeah, we love seeing you, but maybe that'll help. Yeah, no, no, I can turn the camera. Let's see. How do we... well, uh, while you're doing that, I'll just pick up because we were talking yesterday about all the stories, all the memories, all the stories mm -hmm. of all the things we've done. And the scoops for Beast was one because they set up tables on the lawn right outside the Congress building. Mm -hmm. And they, you know, they had, all the people came out of the building and lined up to get their scoop of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And it was world peace flavor that Ben and Jerry's created specifically for mm -hmm. us. So that was fun. And, and, and Judy, if you want to tell the story about the elevator with Lynn McMullen. Oh, okay. Can, I don't know whether you can hear me now, but um, anyway, I, I, uh, this is one of my favorite ones as well. We were in the days, the old days, you could go up and down the elevators and you kept your fingers crossed that ride with the senator or representative and you'd have your little elevator speech and Lynn McMullen was excellent at that. So she and I were in the elevator going up and into the elevator walked two generals and a lieutenant colonel up at the university like that. So she, of course, immediately started her elevator pitch and we asked them what they were there for. 
appropriations bill and she hit the Department of Peace and the elevator went up slowly and they were thinking and looking and being very polite. And then the door opened, we were continuing going up and the two generals walked out and then the Lieutenant Colonel walked out and then he turned around and said to both of us, hurry up, we really need you. So that was a real hit. Uh, yeah, that was a good one. Um, I have another one like that where we were in Ellen Tauscher's office. We were going to meet with her legislative aide, which is a really important thing because they're the ones that really dictate what bills the congressmen and senators support. We were in that we were about to go into the office and they said, oh, too bad. You know, unfortunately, the leg legislative director has been pulled out. We're going to give you our uh, military liaison has to be a lieutenant colonel. And we thought, oh my gosh, you know, the military meeting with the people about a department of peace happened. We're in the meeting room and in he walks all dressed up, uniform, looking completely military with the butch, you know, that cut and everything. I mean, handsome man, really handsome man. And he sat down and we started talking and he said, you know, I we're briefing him on the bill. And he said, you know, I've already gone to your website. I've read the bill. I think it's a great idea. And our, our jaws dropped. And then he continued. He had just come from Indies and he was the Lieutenant Colonel in charge of taking over, um, uh, what was it, which town? I think Mosul, Mosul. Anyway, um, and when they had taken it over, of course, the poor town had been decimated. No, no running water, no electricity. And then they stuck him there and he said, it's your turn to, now you get to rebuild Mosul. And he said he didn't have the faintest idea how to rebuild that city. And he said, we needed peacekeepers. We need people. He said, finally, a month later, I got somebody from USID to come and help me learn about how to do sewer. He said, but I was never trained in any of that. So what you're doing is so important. So you just never know who you're going to meet that's going to further your vision, our vision, the Peace Alliance's vision. And uh, so we're continuing that vision. And I think I probably used up most of my time, either on or off the air, and we bring this over to Nancy to have her give us a little update on our current bill and what's happening with all that. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Nancy, can mm -hmm. you unmute yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was at that meeting in Ellen Tauscher's office too. And um, that person, the, the colonel who met with us has was the absolute most prepared person uh, we've ever <laughs> met with. He had read the bill, you know, everything. So it, it was uh, it was an incredible meeting. Yeah. Um, so it's totally a joy to be here with all of you. Um, let's see, some of my memories in November 20, 2004, I returned to California from Philadelphia where I was participating in election protection work. And I was pretty discouraged that George Bush had just been elected to a second term and all the violence implications of that. Two days later, I learned about an event in Berkeley, California and about the, the Department of Peace campaign. Uh, Dennis Kucinich was there, Marianne Williamson, a lot of you um, and others. And I had planned to stay for an hour. I ended up staying for the entire weekend. 
and I've stayed with the DOP campaign to this day. Um, I came to the campaign to reimagine a future where we all value and support each other and where we live without the burden of violence. Uh, for many years, I organized monthly California DOP calls and I always ended the announcements with join this historic effort to create a culture of peace. Um, I still believe that creating a department of peace building is our history and our hope to be the nation we want to be and need to be. Um, the DOP was the founding legislation of Peace Alliance, as has been mentioned. Um, in about 2011, the Peace Alliance added other directions and initiatives, and that was when around this time the Department of Peace Building Committee formed to keep focus to keep the focus on the DOP legislation. And really, I think a lot of, a lot of us feel to hold it in sacred trust. Um, so this band of good troublemakers and others have carried on since then. Um, a lot of us have been involved since the Dennis Kucinich days and the, and the bills of 20, 2001 to 2011. Um, when it became clear that Dennis wouldn't be returning to Congress, we couldn't possibly <laughs> let the campaign or the bill die. Uh, we asked Congresswoman Barbara Lee from California if she would be the new sponsor. Um, she had just, uh, she had helped Dennis write the original bill and she had always co-sponsored and she's obviously a brave and progressive peace and justice person. Um, and we had a lot of connections with her through Mother's Day pie meetings over the years. Um, so that, that was uh, another plus. Um, so since we've been out there in the world uh, for so many years working for a Department of Peace, uh, we asked if she would like uh, to hear the feedback we'd been hearing from legislators and the communities and um, if she'd like our input on the new bill. So uh, luckily, luckily she said yes. And um, we, and she ended up incorporating almost all of our suggestions into the bill of 2013, um, including changing the name from Department of Peace to Peace Building. Um, so if a bill, most of you know, but if a bill doesn't pass, it has to be reintroduced every two years in each new Congress. And that means rewriting the bill and beginning again to recruit co-sponsors every two years. And in between, we've been working on this. Um, we've done this uh, for Barbara Lee's bills in 2013, 15, 17, 19, and the current bill. We've made thousands of contacts with con Congress members and senators to gain support for the bill. We've made annual pilgrimage to Washington DC to visit congressional offices. We've continued adding to our list of city, county and tribal endorsers and uh, building our organization um, co-sponsor endorser list. And we worked with the Democratic Party, no easy task. <laughs> to gain its endorsement of the Department of Peace building bills in those same years, 2013, 15, 17, 19, and 21, and more, of course. 
Um, during our most recent in-person congressional meetings in Washington, uh, we told them that peace building is not only possible, it's happening right now. It's happening at Lafayette School, mere minutes from the Capitol where every child goes to a peace class every week and has done this for years and it works. And thanks to Yelena, we got to go to that school and see, see this whole program in action. Um, we're still doing the work. For example, this week, we've been working on a, an event that will happen tomorrow with Dennis Kucinich to commemorate this legislation. And uh, we're working on several other events in July through October to celebrate the anniversary and to um, carry forward with, with advocacy days, which will still be virtual this year. Um, we met with Ambassador Chowdhury, the founder of the Global Movement for Culture of Peace, about introducing a UN resolution for Departments of Peace. And um, thanks to Ann Creter and Maggie, um, this has been a long, long time in the works, but uh, it's getting closer. Uh, we're planning an International Day of Peace um, celebration in the San Diego schools. And we just added two new co-sponsors to the bill this week. So it hasn't always been easy, <laughs> but how can we not work to make history? Um, there's been a lot of learning and hope along the journey. I once uh, asked a community leader in uh, Richmond, California, if he would speak on a California call. And he immediately said, a Department of Peace? I have a Department of Peace in my heart. I believe that we all do too. So thank you for being on the call and for being part of this um, humongous journey. Thank you, Nancy. Well, we have other people here that I would love to hear from, but I think what we'll do first is go to the breakout rooms. And then when you come back, if you're inspired to share something, then you may. So we'll be going into breakout rooms shortly um, and we'll be there for about 15 minutes being in small groups and then we'll return. So for the moment, I'll pause the recording. Welcome back everyone. It's so nice to see all of you. So the inquiry that we sent you to the rooms in with was hearing about an idea that made you just, oh, and you really wanted to make it happen. It's something that changed that you thought was possible. And for those of you who've been involved with the Peace Alliance for a long time, a story from that. So I'm curious if anyone has anything they'd like to share from the breakouts, you may unmute yourself and share, feel free. I kind of shared, hi, this is Hart. Hello, everybody. I feel like there's a resurgence, wonderful energy coming through the vibe of this screen on in my home. So what, when, what really got me was the, the very, very early days, way before we took this on, we were in a leadership meeting at Mary Ann Williamson's home, which we had every few months. Um, and she told us that she heard from Dennis Kucinich and that he had this bill and she wanted us to take a look at it and see what we thought about it because we were talking about trying to zero in on something. And uh, we all looked at it, you know, particularly the area where it just kind of names what it's gonna do. And we were all like, 
oh my God, where did this come from? This, this is like the most radical progressive thing we've ever heard of, you know? It's, and so she said, oh, good. Now I'm going to, well, I don't know what happened. All right, anyway, she said, oh, good, I'm calling him. And that moment she called him up and she said, we're in, we're gonna, we're gonna take on this campaign. Peace, we weren't the Peace Alliance. We're gonna take on this campaign and that's it. And, and it was just like that moment of, this is right and we're gonna make it happen. And to you know have that kind of faith. And, and what I said, really what drew me to it was that it was so comprehensive. It wasn't just about peace, stopping war. It was about the domestic part of it, that in our own country, in our own communities, cities, in our own families, and in our own hearts, we could change. There are the resources. And, and that was just so exciting, this empowerment of everyday citizens um, working towards preventing, interrupting, and healing from violence and conflict. Mm, thank you. Thanks for sharing, Heart. What a wonderful part of that story. I would like to add to what Heart is saying, and I think that was beautiful, Heart, what you just mentioned about, you know, being part of um, healing our nation, healing our, but not just in the abstract sense, like actually having that personal experience as you, as a person and wanting to promote peace um, from that healing, you know, healing our families, healing, seeking that <clears throat> um, need for peace, the need for um, healing, need for um, compassion and other beautiful qualities that are within the vision of the of the Peace Alliance and within the Department of Peace campaign. And I think, you know, it is for some of, for probably many of us, it's, it's a personal, you know, we, um, it's a personal, um, it's kind of a, it's, we each have a personal story to share and like the reason we have personal reasons for why we got involved. We, and we definitely have, like, we want to transform um, our, you know, our families, our communities. Um, we want to transform the programs that are out there. So it's a very transformational movement, I feel, which brings about a change, um, a, a whole a holistic change um, at all levels, which is really like, it's just a really wonderful vision, which um, I um, really resonate with. Um, so thank you, Hart. I I was actually part of the student piece. I was one of the fund members. Yeah. Um, and as a college student, and I was very involved when I was a college student. Um, I went to a piece out to a student piece alliance conference and I have a personal I have personal reason why I'm involved but I did want to see that change happen on all levels not just for me my communities out there that are like my community um and for like just um a bigger reason um and I think we're all here we're gathered here today we have like we share the similar ideals a similar vision um we have experiences that we share and I think it's a really wonderful thing to be here. It's a beautiful thing too, to be here and to celebrate the anniversary and how far, you know, we've come with our work, but how far we still have to go 
you know, and making this a reality. And it can be a reality, I think, too, because like with President Biden kind of um, really kind of seeing like the violent prevention programs that he wants to, you know, fund in, in the community level, it really excited me and it really kind of opened my eyes. And I said, well, what can we possibly do now, you know, to kind of um, get on board with this, with what his ideas are, with what the vision is. Cause really it's like, it's really so in line with the department of peace building campaign. Mm. And I'm like really excited for the future. Thank you so much, Jenna. I am too. I'm excited too. Who else would like to share? Mm -hmm. Who else would like to share? You may mute yourself and share. Hello. Hello. Uh Hi, yeah, how are you? Uh, for people who are not in the break session room, uh, my name is Claudine Deluco Wanyirigira. I am uh, coming to you from Rwanda uh, in Africa. Uh, okay. I am a member, I've been a member for a long, long time, but I've been absent from uh, the DC area for the past 13 years. Uh, so I have been following what you do and appreciating it, but I've been really busy around here. Uh, but really, uh, congratulations and a happy anniversary oh. uh, to this wonderful uh, organization. And uh, what is the cake? <laughs> Where's oh. the cake? <laughs> uh, it's, it's really a huge milestone, uh, 20 years. Uh, and I'm uh, glad that I've been a member. Uh, so uh, Members of uh, the small group were asking me, uh, especially Nancy uh, was asking me if I could uh, share what I shared in the room. Um, uh, the reason why I joined uh, uh, Peace Alliance uh, like uh, 13 years ago, it's because uh, I come from Rwanda. So when you talk about Rwanda, you talk about a genocide against the Tutsi. I am a genocide survivor. And I was in this area as uh, somebody who came in uh, uh, during the genocide, uh, uh, freeing, uh, uh, you know, people were killing our people. I lost a lot of members of the family. And the US was very, very uh, uh, welcoming. Uh, and uh, uh, since then, I was looking for people who talk about peace. Uh, so I will, I am a member of USIP, all kinds of organizations, and uh, I uh, I have been appreciating what you share on uh, on emails, even if I have been very active. So thank you so much for uh, uh, your contribution to my healing and uh, giving me hope that peace was possible. And, uh, but at a certain point, uh, as I was saying, uh, looking at Afghanistan, looking at Mali, looking at uh, Syria, uh, I kind of lost hope. And I started saying, let me just keep reading, but uh, are we going to be able to do this? Um, and then all of a sudden, uh, uh, I, I first saw what's happening in my country here, uh, where I am, uh, I have been privileged to contribute to this uh, beautiful journey of unity and reconciliation as uh, a backbone of everything we do. Uh, and I am in the media, uh, we're trying to do a new media for peace uh, and, uh, uh, and development. Uh, I have been around for working uh, for Wanda Broadcasting Agency, which is like a, a sister organization of uh, like a CNN uh, of uh, US. Uh, so I have been seeing how peace was possible. And then later on, very recently, I saw how uh, George Floyd's uh, 
death uh, actually brought up many people uh, going against this uh, injustice. It didn't matter uh, the color, it didn't matter the, the gender. So everybody who were for peace stood up for that injustice, against that justice. And then uh, when we got very unlucky and very embarrassing uh, situation on Capitol Hill, everybody stood up, everybody in peace uh, areas stood up. It did, uh, Again, it didn't matter where they came from. So they were just peace builders saying, this is not what who we are. So I love that. I'm like, oh, so peace is possible. Still possible. So I'm like, okay. And now, uh, since I am a little bit settled, when you, know, when you get in a new job and you're trying to uh, bring something new, it's very, takes a lot of energy and a lot of time, but everything's settled and they am uh, willing and I want to be again uh, very active uh, of a peace alliance and uh, I was also inspired by those uh, achievements and uh, the, the latest bill you were defending I was impressed <laughs> I did I, I, I watched the video so thank you again uh, and uh, that's what I wanted to share and let's continue the journey and uh, peace is possible thank you so much Claudine well, we're going to begin to close the call now. I have some really important, wonderful links to share in the chat. Um, first of all, our website is peacealliance.org, and the Peace Alliance empowers civic action for a culture of peace. That is our mission. There is a really wonderful, important event happening tomorrow that you are all invited to. It's at 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 p.m. Eastern time. And it's with Congressman Den former Congressman Dennis Kucinich and our Chair Emeritus of the Peace Alliance, Marianne Williamson. And the link to join that call is there in the chat, or you can look on the calendar of events on the website um, if, if you're on the podcast and you're not able to see the chat. We also have a couple of links for the campaign for the Department of Peacebuilding. Um, mm -hmm. And there's also a link, you can actually click on the link to send a message to your member of Congress, it's a petition to, um, to actually inform them of the Department of Peacebuilding um, bill, HR 1111, and tell them that you support it. We also have a couple of links for the Peace on podcasts and about our Hope Story Circles. And and also we have a blueprint for peace. Um, this is a major initiative that will inform all your federal and state elected officials that you support policy related violence reduction and peace building. So it's a great action to take just one little click or send messages to all of your federal and state elected officials. We are a small nonprofit. We appreciate donations of any size and sustainable donations. Our monthly donors are our favorite kind, but any donation is welcome. And our calendar of events, our calendar shows the national monthly calls, the Department of Peacebuilding monthly calls, our Hope Story Circles, which are on the second and fourth Saturdays of every month, and other things that we might want to share about. So those are all the good fun links, and we hope to see you all at this anniversary celebration tomorrow with Dennis Kucinich and Marianne Williamson. And I'm going to hand it off to you, Liz, to just bring us to a wonderful, delightful close. Yeah, I am so thankful to everyone for sharing their stories and our guests. And I want to quickly tell my story about what has kept me going all this time. I, I want to say it had to be about 2004 because my sons were four and two. And I was at a birthday party for a friend. And my older mm -hmm. son um, started to have an allergic reaction to a cat. 
And I said to my friend, we have to leave, we're going out. And so I'm walking through a room and in a corner, I saw someone wearing a t-shirt that said, Department of Peace campaign. And I took my son in my arm who was not quite struggling to breathe yet. And I ran over and I said, who are you? And what is that? And I need to know you and what is going on. And he's, and his name was Kevin Fagan for long-term people who have been around. And I said, I have to leave, write down your phone number. And I called him that night. And he talked about how in six weeks, the New York team was going to be doing an event with Marianne Williamson. And I got involved right away and I did the planning. And I went to one of the conferences in Washington. I don't remember which one early on. And I heard Dennis Kucinich saying something that really expanded my mind and spoke to my heart. And he said, we'll only have peace when we have infrastructures for peace. And I had never heard anyone link the word infrastructure and peace. And I said, that's right, right? Peace just oh. doesn't happen. We need infrastructures for peace. And so I invite you to do as we move into the next two weeks is definitely look at our site if you haven't visited it recently, but think about how are you defining the community right now you wanna have an impact on? Is it your family? Is it your town? Is it your country, your world, right? And think about how in this moment you can imagine infrastructures for peace. What would I need to create in our little family circle, our town, our community that would create those, right? And for us, it's that department of peace. But I invite you to think about how in your own little part of the world, can you imagine creating a little structure, infrastructure that would help create the peace in your community that you imagine? So I wanna thank you all for being here. Thank you all for participating in this ongoing story of creating peace. Um, and I look forward to seeing some of you tomorrow, but definitely the rest of you in two weeks. Thank you, Terry, for holding the space and Yelena for your beauty. And what time is it gonna be for tomorrow? It's at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, I'm calling from Minnesota. And I'm not sure what time um, I should get on the phone. It would be 5 p.m. for you. 5 p.m. Yeah. And would I dial the same number? No. Go to the website and look for it in the calendar. I don't have my web. I don't have my website. All right. I'm going to jot down your number and call you. Is it going to be okay? Matt? My number yeah, is five one. I have it right in front of me. You don't need to tell okay, me. Okay, thank you. Sure. Three nine three five six six six. Yes. So you'll call me at five I, then. I will call you as soon as this call is over. Four p.m. Oh, okay. Four p.m. It's four actually her time. But she's central time. She's yeah. In Minnesota? Okay. I will I'll I'll make sure. Thank you, everyone. All right. Thank you so much, everyone, for being here today. You can unmute yourself and say thank goodbye. You. And I will thank call you. this wonderful woman nice as soon as we're finished. Bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you for joining us today at Peace On. We hope that it inspires you to engage in dialogue in your larger community. Peace On is brought to you by the Peace Alliance found at peacealliance.org.